Blog Talk Radio. talking about uh, teaching you how to use the medicine wheel as, divin- as a divination tool. We're going to focus it on one aspect of this divination. We're going to identify the totems um, that's within our lives using the medicine wheel. And preparing for the medicine wheel for divination, or particularly identifying our totems, first print a copy of the medicine wheel with its animal placement and colors. And then take out your 29 stones and place a piece of tape on each stone and number each stone with its corresponding animal number. I will read the chart in a moment. Another way to set up your wheel for divination is making your wheel on a scarf and painting each number that corresponds to each animal, and then simply placing your stones on those corresponding numerals. And then another way to set your to set up your wheel is what Reverend Angela did. She painted each stone with the appropriate animal on the stone. Then all you would need is the to complete the setup is the animal number placement chart, which, like I said, I'm going to be saying in a few minutes. And you can turn the stone around so you don't see the, see the animals for this particular t- divination. Other divinations, it's fine, leaving, showing the animal. I am now going to verbally give you that animal number placement chart. So let me get it. So on the east line, number one is crow, which is warrior. 
Number two is owl. Three, raven. Four, hummingbird. Five, eagle, which is spirit keeper. On the south line, number six is fox. Seven, ant. Eight, butterfly. Nine, spider, which is warrior. Ten, snake, which is a spirit keeper. On the west line is 11, skunk, 12, frog, 13, otter, 14, turtle, 15, rabbit, which is spirit keeper. There are no warriors on the west. On the north line, 16 is stag, 17, mouse, which is spirit, which is a spirit keeper, 18, beaver, 19, wolf, which is a warrior, 20, squirrel, 21, which is on the northeast crosswind, 21, dragonfly. On the southeast crosswind is 22, which is hawk. On the southwest crosswind is 23, raccoon. On the northwest crosswind is 24, which is bear. On the center circle, all five of these animals are spirit keepers. 25 represents the star nations on the east line. 26 represents the plant nations on the south line. 27 represents the cosmic water nation on the west line. 28 represents the stone nations on the north line. All of these you shall find for yourself. You shall discover for yourself which animal medicine fits within these. On the center point, which is 29, which represents center above and below, and 29 yet again you shall select what is the center of your medicine wheel. So, or I just finished reading that. So now we're going to start building this. So do you have all your stones numbered and scarf on the table? By the time you collect and work with your wheel, you will begin to get comfortable with all of its components. I know it seems like so much in the beginning, but you'll get comfortable with it. So building your wheel, make a copy of the animal chart, essentially what I just read. There was a number and an animal. The number is important simply because it's just easier and it's, and it's quicker to identify what the quarant has selected and then make sure you have a piece of paper and a pencil for recording your results or identifying your totems because that's what this divination uh, activity is. This activity identifies what medicine entered your life in the past, what medicine is currently in your life presently, and what medicine will be in your life in the future. So here are the sitting. So here we are, sitting across from each other, 
a scarf is placed on the table, and the animals are placed in their correct positions. A little incense is burned for focus and clearing. As I ask each question, but they're really statements, I want you to bring yourself back to that time in your life and think about what you experienced and what you felt. And after a few moments, I want you to select a stone that represents that particular time period in your life. Then I will observe which stone you select and write it down on my sheet of paper. I will continue doing this process until the five statements or questions have been made. Here is the first statement. Now bring yourself back to the time of birth and consider this time of birth up to puberty. Think early childhood to puberty. As you are thinking about this time in your life, select one stone. The same stone may be selected twice, by the way. But take your time and consider which stone closest represents that particular time in your life, from birth to puberty. And as a side note, as the reader, wait to show your quarant all the animals after asking all five questions or statements. So place the stone back on the wheel. Now you are ready to consider the next statement. Same as before, ask the seeker to consider this time period within their life. And this is puberty to young adulthood. This represents independence or the first time you're on your own. So think back to that time. Consider how you felt then. What did you experience? What were your hopes and dreams? Then select a stone. Now consider this time period, adult to retirement or menopause. If you are not past this time period in your life, think into the future and think how it might be. A totem will step up to be there for you. Consider what you may feel and experience in that particular time in your life. Now select another stone, and I will write what you select. Now the next statement we consider, if you are a woman, the crone stage. If you are a man, the sage stage. So this is from crone or stage to, or, or retirement, to death. And as you consider this, select a stone. And the last statement, think about now and select two walk-beside stones or also called go-alongs. Think about you currently and where you are going. Now select two walk-beside animals. These animals may change from day to day 
or stay with you for a month or longer. Now it is time to reveal to the person which animal totems they selected all their lives. Tell them what each animal represents. You may also talk about the stones as well and what they mean and also the color. That can be added into the reading. And you know, if you think about it, you can also add the numerals. They're already there. If you uh, enjoy numerology, you can always discuss the numbers as well. And you can also divine the positions of the stone. It, is it, was it selected in the west? Was it selected in the center, the inner circle? It all have meaning. meaning. And after you give your reading to your seeker, give her or him the note sheet and uh, to allow her to take, take it home with her. This is a short session because this was simply about identifying your totems in a very pleasant way. And this whole system can, yes, be used for other divination uh, purposes, but those will be discussed in uh, further advanced classes, which will be found in the homestead um, area, and that's for a future session, for a future time. Right now, we're only talking about the, uh, the foundations of the Krillian Shaman. And so I leave with this statement, and it's called Mother Earth. There is a road in the hearts of all of us, hidden and seldom traveled, which leads to an unknown secret place. The old people came literally to love the soil, and they sat or reclined on the ground with a feeling of being close to a mothering power. Their teepees were built upon the earth, and their altars were made of earth. The soul was soothing, strengthening, cleansing, and healing. That is why the old Indian still sits upon the earth. Instead of propping himself up, and away from its life-giving forces, for him to sit or lie upon the ground is to be able to think more deeply and to feel more keenly. He can see more clearly into the mysteries of life and come closer in kinship to the other lives about him, written by Chief Luther Standing Bear. Until next time, blessed be 